0: Hello everyone and welcome to Six Figure Souls Doing Good and Making Money, the weekly podcasting highlighting entrepreneurs who have crushed the six-figure ceiling while remaining fully aligned with their soul's purpose. I'm your host Camille Miller, founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership and pioneer for the soul professional movement. Today is our first interview of season four and I am excited to talk about or talk with Tyson Sharp of the Serving Circle. He is also a coach and welcome. Let's start with welcome, Tyson.
1: Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I'm excited to see what comes out of the uh, out of the call. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. It's actually been a little while since I've recorded as people, of you've been following this, um, it started off as a summit in 2020. To tell people stories of how they created their soul aligned business, and then how they built it to the place where they've crushed, you know, six figures or gotten aligned, and I love to highlight and and talk to people like yourself that it's not always perfect. You know, we all like entrepreneurship is really about the ups and the downs. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the ups and. little bit about the downs so tyson um i should also mention that tyson and i do a monthly networking discussion where we pull soul cards it's called business with heart and um anyone listening we would love to have you join either of us all of us both of us and all of the soul professionals that we have with us that night all right tyson let's jump into you so i've known you I don't know, a year, two years, I've met you through the Serving Circle when I was invited in, and I'm not sure by who, Um, but now you have this huge Facebook group with this amazing mission of just aligning everyone. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Serving Circle so everyone can hear about it, and then I want to dive into how you got to that place.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, the Serving Circle really is a community of spiritual entrepreneurs who find Heartfelt ways to collaborate, so real, insightful, creative ways to help each other grow online by getting on each other's podcasts, doing service exchanges, uh, referral partnerships, and joint ventures, and just a, a loving energy of support while people follow their heart's calling. And I think what's what's more important to me than the number. And I, it was actually just today mm-hmm. that today of this recording that um it reached the 2500 member um, mark so wow. yeah but what i to say is what's more important to me than the size of it is how engaging it it is it's pretty it's Sorry. pretty rare to have a
0: mm-hmm.
1: facebook group that's that's free be so engaging and be have such an energy of of heartfelt love and compassion and kindness and support with one another and that's what the majority of the members, uh, let me know, they feel that to me is such that's to me is such a, a good accomplishment, you know, despite the figures and the numbers of the growth and that sort of thing.
0: How long have you had the
1: serving circle? When did it start? So the, 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 I've always sort of had a Facebook group. I started my business about six years ago. Okay. I started a group it wasn't necessarily to form a community in of itself, like most people building a, a, you know, a group. It was mostly around me supporting through my content. I was more a mindset coach back then. It was helping business owners overcome all of their fears and judgments and doubts and all the, all the patterns. Um, And I was doing quite well. The first few years I was, I was really reaching my first, 10k months, you know, my social media was doing well. Um, I was getting a lot of engagement until I wasn't. And for anyone who knows my story, it was sort of, it was about three years ago, where clients dried up income dried up. And it was such a huge hit to my ego, I realized how much that was building my business. And I believe, like many people who are building their own businesses, life is teaching us some deep lessons. Yeah, And And those deep lessons really come from um, you know what our souls here to learn, I believe at that stage to get to your your question of how the serving circle was born. I was so attached to success, I needed money to feel safe, I needed to be perceived as doing well online to feel enough and to feel worthy and to feel you know like i'm good enough and i realized because that all faded away that that's what was running the show what was running me was these patterns to feel enough and loved and do it through success and do it through money Um, i realized instead of taking those actions from that uh from that energy anymore what i would do is sit down in this chair and meditate and sit in silence for about six hours and just allow the fear to be there. We all know the feeling inside us that says, I got to do this, because I got to make money. I got to do this, because you know, then this person will see me in a certain way, or I'll get my the approval of my mom or whatever. Instead of building your business from that energy and that level of consciousness, I decided to sit there and just allow it to be there. And just hold a loving safe space for the side of me that was scared and as i held a space for the side of me that was scared that's that pattern and that energy with time just started to dissipate and a lot of stuff came up in that first meditation but i realized that all the emotions are coming up because they're coming out they're coming up because they're ready to be seen they're ready to be healed they're ready to be loved and as they start to dissipate i started to get some deeper insights one of those being hey If you build a community and you fall in love with the art of serving and being of service, everything will take care of itself, right? So the clients, the income, the collaborations, the opportunities, it'll all come in perfect timing, even if your mind can't see it, but that's something you can deeply trust. And I rebranded the group to the serving circle, and I started to build a community from that energy, from the energy of selfless service, and the energy of just wanting to help because it's my soul's mission mm-hmm. um, uh, instead of the energy of, of fear and scarcity.
0: I love that. Do you still call yourself a mindset coach? Because we'll talk a little bit about your coaching side. Other than the circle, you do a lot of private coaching and group mm-hmm. coaching, I would assume.
1: So I, I have no clue what to call myself these days. Okay.
0: <laughs> so make sure um, we got it out there.
1: A, lo- a lot of people would call me you know, a spiritual business coach. Okay. I just generally help a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs who are following a calling,
0: mm-hmm. who
1: want to learn to do what I have done and to learn how to integrate, you know, the, the, the spiritual teachings and your spiritual growth with business strategies and so that you can learn some things to do with marketing and messaging and creating offers and building a building a program and, and doing all of that in a way that feels very aligned, that feels very heart centered, that just feels natural as a calling. And for example, with me in the serving circle, I just I do what's fun. I do the collaborative calls. I do these sort of calls. I um, you know I, I do a lot of content and group coaching and stuff that I could do all day, every day. And it's energy producing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do what's fun. I talk about the things that are exciting for me. I learn about things that are exciting for me. And as a byproduct, I give so much value that the group grows and my business is supported as a byproduct of that.
0: Excellent. Nice. How long did it take from that time that you kind of bottomed out, dried up, had the mind shift part of it, like shifted your mind that you started to build again? And that had to be pretty scary.
1: It was very scary. At the time, um, it was really just after that. I was still working in a restaurant. Okay. And I had worked it down to about two shifts a week. But it was really when I started meditating that I kept getting the calling to just leave the job. And I wasn't making much money in coaching, wasn't making much money in the job. So, yes, it was very scary for me to say, you know what, that needs to go. And I need to, I need to, you know, leave the job because I was going there for safety, right, I just needed to make a consistent income, no matter how small that was for me to feel safe. And so for me to leave, I had to evolve to a version of me capable of embodying a deeper level of trust, and a deeper level of surrender. And um, that was very, very scary. But it was soon around that time, when I started, you know, when I started meditating, and I I started saying, you know what, no matter what happens, I'm just going to follow what feels most expansive. What feels one exciting but two very scary to the mind so it's almost like it feels exciting to your heart and soul, but very scary to your mind, and so I started following that and it wasn't it wasn't too long. um, That things really just started coming together, and I believe when you operate from that energy of possibility. um, You welcome in things that your mind can't see you welcome in opportunities and collaborations and ideas that your mind had no clue was possible, and then you start. Really achieving things from a non-linear perspective. Uh, so that's really what happened. It was probably maybe a few months after I started meditating that I left my job, started doing it full time, um, and really found myself back on my feet financially.
0: So leaving any paycheck <laughs> safety is a big leap for an entrepreneur. Any entrepreneur, I don't care what you're doing. Everyone loves a little bit of safety. Um, how for the people that are listening, how do you tell what the difference is between being uncomfortable because you're growing right and your body or subconscious not being aligned with whatever you're doing? Mm-hmm. Do you Good see question. the difference? Yeah, right. that is a good question because I think it's really hard because part of growing is being uncomfortable. And I think that's when you hit your zone of genius and you're expanding yourself professionally yeah. or personally. It could be either. And it's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But you still know that that's the right thing to do. Okay, So this is a for good, people a good that agreement. are listening, how do you know?
1: Yeah, because yeah, a lot of people get in the situation where they're um, – like this feels uncomfortable. Now, does it feel heavy because it's out of aligned or does it feel uh, uncomfortable because it's outside my comfort zone and therefore in my expansion to do so, right? A good example is when I was at the job. So I'd go to the restaurant and being there was only for safety, right? So the question is, when I would go to the job, I would feel uncomfortable. I'd feel like this is out of alignment. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: However, leaving also felt uncomfortable, right? Leaving the job. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do to make money? You know, what if I fail? What if I need to move back in with my mom and she's making me breakfast again, every morning, like <laughs> what? <laughs> like that's they're both uncomfortable. Yep. Right. Yep. So, the question is what do you trust which which uncomfortable do you trust yeah Yeah. and my what I found in meditation is you must follow whatever feels expansive so as I just shared before Mm -hmm. the energy of what feels expansive are the things that feel very exciting but also quite scary if it's exciting slash scary you can almost feel you can almost intuitively feel into it it feels like to take this leap I have to expand my level of consciousness or my level of being compared to if I was to go to the job, it would feel contracting. It would feel like I was following a pattern that no longer served me.
0: I like that. So
1: that's the difference if it feels contracting or expansive. Both are uncomfortable. Both are both, you know, don't feel don't feel comfortable in in your body because both um they're they're both uncomfortable for a reason. But -hmm. the question of contraction or expansion is one way you can you can start to feel okay is this is this something that's going to expand me or is it something that, that i'm just following a pattern therefore it's it's now just out of alignment still no longer serving me
0: were you always a spiritual person like some people i think are born awake and some people expand to that place
1: i would say i expanded to that place clearly we're all spiritual beings on a, whether we know it or not, but it's a, yeah. But the question itself, I wasn't, you know, quote unquote spiritual. I never had a, a I never prioritized my spiritual growth. I didn't really follow any religion. I was more towards, um, a lot of science and, you know, anytime religion came up, I was like, oh, that's against science. So therefore it's, you know, I don't agree with it obviously now things have shifted and now I see both now I love I love both I, I see the science in spirituality I see the spirituality in science and so my mind has opened up it really did create I really started creating that shift when I started meditating and I started feeling intuitively how connected I am to everything it was um, it was it, that's how I you know slowly started becoming what you'd call awake but it was yeah just me expanding my level of consciousness me expanding the level of um vibration that i that i have so it was yeah i'd say it was a bit of a slow progression to the point where i can now say that i prioritize my spiritual journey and my spiritual development but that's sort of how it panned out
0: is there someone that you align yourself with or even as you grew maybe it's different now because i think we kind of grow out of people too right um is there someone that you listen to all the time aligned yourself with you know someone who coached you and has yeah, I had plenty that? of
1: plenty of coaches uh in that time plenty of people i would follow or listen to um christina lopes on on youtube is one i used to follow and um reached out to her um to hire her as a coach for a bit and she helped me really start to integrate a lot of things and right. now we're um partners as i'm now a head coach in her community and in her online courses mm-hmm. um a guy named kyle cease is one who i um aligned with he helped me develop a lot of <clears throat> a lot of patience within my meditation and, and encouraged me to do silent meditations um I'll, i mean wayne dyer was a, a played a big role even just last night going to sleep i just i just listened to him on um you know stuff on youtube or his stuff on you know Mm -hmm. audible and these audio books that i have his vibration and energy of just unconditional love while still interjecting a little bit of humor and a little bit of cheekiness i love that i love the i love the combination and it's um i just very much align with what is about his energy and um yeah it's 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 those, those sort of people really started to help me create that shift more towards personal development, spirituality, and start seeing life in a different way.
0: Yeah. I, um, Wayne Dyer's n- name probably comes up more than anyone else's name. So I always think it's kind of neat where, mm-hmm. you know, people um, kind of gravitate towards the same spiritual beings as they go through their, I, I honestly, I, I've never really followed him. I know who he is. And mostly because his name comes up all the time. But I love that his name also comes up all the time.
1: It's funny. It's like when you're in this community, because I start I've now recently got into a lot of Carolyn Mace and her work. Okay. Such okay. such empowering work. And now that I'm I pass on some of that wisdom, you know, to my clients mm-hmm. and just to see the community and how many people have followed her as well. It's, it's, you know, it is cool to see that we're so aligned that we all sort of, you know, pull towards similar content and similar lessons and, yeah, the vibration of, you know, where people come from. I think it's fascinating.
0: Agreed. Agreed. All right, so let's talk a little bit um, about your business because um, this is really also about scaling, being a founder, how you've scaled different things. One, you've talked about your community a little bit. But in your coaching business, who is, like, behind you? You're the face. Mm -hmm. Who's the team behind you? And at what point did you hire help?
1: Yeah, I hired help. um, It was a few years ago. I realized that I'm spending a lot of time doing the graphics, the design, the things that aren't in my zone of genius. And I'm like, you know what? I was doing a lot of business courses and obviously a a huge piece was hey if you want to grow, you need a you need a team, so I started hiring va's and I now have a va that. um, helps me with the podcast stuff with graphics with you know doing snippets of my interviews and my podcast all those things it's such a big help for me to get some time back to do what I actually love to doing more calls. You know, even through the systems, you know, I'm with Kajabi and and being able to create systems, structures and funnels and these sort of things, it just gives me so much time back. So now when I'm when people join the serving circle, having just one link, I send them so that that one link gives them access to all the resources, how to join the collaborative calls, how to access the spirit in business complimentary course, access the um, business directory so they can put all their details down like and then they get all the emails they get all the follow-ups they get all the links and just by me sending one link to them like things like this using tech and systems for for us um just get helps you get a lot of time back scale your like leverage your time and um you know build your business in a way that you really want to do
0: it absolutely yeah i totally agree that that is excellent advice for everybody that's listening i think For every entrepreneur, I did it like I wait until the last minute before they start hiring. Right. And I'm kind of at that place now where I'm starting to grow again and I'm hiring more people. But I waited to the last minute, (laughs) wrote down all the things I need to get off of my plate so I can expand and, and spend more time in my zone of genius. Right. And what really brings me joy? Mm. I think that's what I'm trying to do. What what brings me joy every single day? And I just love it. Like, why did I do it? in my passion. Mm. So Tyson, what is next for you?
1: I have no clue. Can you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I there's a, I mean, there's a few things on the horizon, but as we all know, this following this journey has a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, And so we must be open to all possibilities. We must be welcome to just surrender to what life presents us. But I mean, I see the serving circle, because we got so much momentum built. There's so many resources we have there. I'm really looking to, um, you know, just do things in a in a in a different way. And obviously, you've, you've helped me in, in bouncing some ideas around, and just making a real big difference around the world, how we can come together and do global healings, we can come together and start to really make a big difference for organisations around the world you know, just create real tangible change and do it really just to expand. I really see our community creating a ripple effect of the unconditional love and unity consciousness that the world needs. So yeah. that main mission and that main focus is a, is is big for me. Other than that, it's, it really is just consistently serving my clients, building my, my program in a way that adds more and more value to them so they can generate more income, make more impact, do what they love. So it's serving my clients, helping them reach those deeper um, spiritual lessons while also growing their business, you know, and, and just doing whatever calls to me, whatever feels, whatever feels aligned and expansive for me, just doing that every day.
0: You do such beautiful work. Do you feel the, the world is shifting even in the last two years towards that more heart centered place that they want to help each other as human beings? Like, I feel like there's this, Underlying current of being more heart centered, coming to your purpose, making changes in the world that are lasting.
1: I feel like the world's had a big shakeup. Uh, <laughs> it needed
0: it. Yeah. For a
1: good reason, right? For a very good reason. And, uh, you know, it just is, we can't not. Shift towards a level of consciousness. It's sort of like this big pendulum swing, you know? It's it's a big pendulum swing that is there for a reason, but the pendulum was so towards just separation consciousness that it's now starting to shift more and more towards unity consciousness and where people can start awakening to who and what they really are. And that aligns with hey, who and what we are, we're all one, we're all connected. If while you help someone else, you're helping yourself while you're being of service, like it really is to me, I see it as one it's valuing deeper levels of growth within yourself Two, developing a deeper levels of love and unconditional love in the world. And just contributing what you're here to contribute, like following that mission and that purpose and contribute what you're here to contribute. So if you're growing loving more deeply and contributing what you're here to contribute, we're all being called to that, like you see people they see this big shakeup. What I see is, as people are called to sit on the couch in lockdown, they were basically called to sit with the patterns within themselves that they wouldn't have had to face if everything went normal, right? Like, these are the sort of things that I think is creating the shifts we're now being called to look at ourselves, notice the, the sides of us that we were avoiding by everything being normal and just OK. Now that things, quote unquote, aren't OK, we're starting to face those inner those inner patterns so that we can evolve and grow. Like you see people who have so many people lost their job and then they realize, I just didn't like that job. I'm going to do something else. It's a calling, right? And it's scary and it's uncertain. But hey, it feels good inside my heart. And I think this, this shake up's doing things like that, just calling us to more of our passion.
0: I absolutely agree. And here in America, um, I should have mentioned Tyson's joining us from Australia. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm in America. But here in America, they're saying one in four Americans are not going back to their jobs. That yeah. is huge, 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 which means they're going towards entrepreneurship or something that feels more purposeful. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. Tyson, when people want to get in touch with you because they have absolutely connected with your soul, what is the best way to do it?
1: Well, I mean, if you want to join the serving circle, that's where most people find me. So you can easily just search the serving circle on Facebook and join the community there. I spend most of my time networking and, and personal messaging on the Facebook platform. So people reaching me reaching out to me there is probably the um, the best way. But the um, if you want to learn more, or you want more details, I guess the spirit, the um, awaken your business podcast is my is my podcast to get more more you know content and interviews and more of my life and stuff like that so the awaken your business podcast is where i do all of that
0: amazing we will also have tyson's information in the show notes so depending on where you're hearing this um you can collect those in the show notes and get in touch with tyson well thank you tyson for being a part of our interview series today this week i really appreciate your time
1: my pleasure thanks for the invite
0: you are so very welcome all right thank you everyone for joining us today for more information about the soul professional movement you can go to soulprofessional.com this podcast is sponsored by the natural life business partnership a global organization for the soul professional if you live in a higher vibration have an alternative approach to business and are here to repair the world Check us out. Come to a meet and greet. You can find the next date at soulprofessional.com. You have a terrific night.